I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My name is Joel Grove. And on the 5th of July, 2022, I discovered something that would tear the confectionery industry in half. After further research, the only sign of him I can find is a 1996 point-and-click adventure game, Harry Boy's Quest. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you seen the Harry Boy Boy? I think I've been, been tailed. In this series, we'll be asking, who disappeared the Harry Boy Boy? Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple, John. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it will be screened exclusively to teenagers in suits and sunglasses. There'll, there'll be a ban on anyone not wearing those things, frankly. We want gangs of tens of teenagers causing havoc at the screening of this film. I'm Joel, a man who puts the raver in Suella Braverman, and across from me is John Harris, Hertfordshire's last great love machine. Hello, John. Ah, thank you. You threatened that you were going to be horrible to me this week, but then you... I'm keeping you on your toes. There will be a week when I say something (laughs) so awful, you leave the Zoom and I never hear from you again. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Just before we start, right, I'm going to give out certificates to listeners for being a good listener. You're such a fucking dad. (laughs) You You can get a certificate from the Dream Factory if you tell your friends about it, Mm -hmm. review it, and send us a movie idea. And if you do all three of them... I will send you a certificate, which you can print, you can put up, you can frame, you Do can put it on your CV. Evidence? Yeah, you need to provide evidence. I'm not like, I'm not going to be a real stickler for it. This is like one of those shops where it's like, you know, you just put money in the corner and everyone, yeah. honesty box. It's an mm-hmm. honesty box of doing the things for the certificate. Oh, great. I've done all those things. Will you send me a certificate? Yeah, if you want. Love one. Shall I give you a movie idea? Oh, please. What about this one from Dan? Agatha Christie's Miss Marvel. Very good. Very good. Because nice. they keep... Do you know what, John? Come a little bit closer because I don't want to upset the Marvel fans. They keep telling us that they're doing genre movies in the Marvel Universe, <laughs> but they're not. They're making the same films, <laughs> aren't they? They're like... Yeah, the whole yeah. th- no. The whole thing before Doctor Strange was like, 
Yeah, but it's a horror this time, guys. No, it wasn't. It was just another Marvel film. Yeah. They keep saying, there's going to be a thriller, there's going to be this, that, or the other. They're not. They're all the same. Because ultimately, a superhero has to fight someone in a, you know, city. It's always going to play out the same way. But you would watch a murder mystery? Yeah, of course I would. I'd I'd watch like a procedural crime drama. I'd watch something where there wasn't a single punch thrown. I think it'd be really good and brave, and they should do that. But you could do like Ms. Marvel... Mm-hmm. Kamala Khan, she is, she, she is, she solves a murder mystery and she gets them all in the room together and she says it was you, and then that person suddenly becomes incredibly like big and blue and they they then have the big fight. Or does Poirot join the Avengers? That would be good. It would be good, wouldn't it? They should just the- add someone really rogue every every round to the Avengers. Yeah, go like properly cinematic universe. Just pull someone in from a completely different world. Because there, I think there are certain mysteries within the Marvel Universe that the superheroes sort of punch their way through. But if someone sort of just deciphered them early, yeah. then it would save a lot of destruction. A lot of destruction, violence. yeah. John, if you were called up to the Avengers, how long do you think you could blag it for? Until they realise you weren't a superhero. <laughs> it depends what the power's supposed to be. Mm. But Right, so if we're going back to... Right, you get to decide. Is, you introduce yourself and your power. There is a character... Like, go on. There's a character called, uh, this is great, he's called Black Bolt because his, lo- his full name is Blackagar Boltagon. <laughs> um, and his power uh, yeah. is that his voice basically mm-hmm. destroys like cities or, you know, and is, it's like, that's, if he says a single word. That's a really word, good answer. That's a really good answer because you just wouldn't say anything. Exactly. I just stand you around. You have to write things on post-its. Until, until like Captain America goes, John, we need you. Things have got so desperate we need you. And then I go, oh, sorry. <laughs> just sort of so I've got a sore off. throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that's so good. there you go. That's how that, I'd blag it. That's really good. Thank you. I would say I'm, I've got superhuman strength. And before getting there, I would get loads of things made out of polystyrene <laughs> that look like real things. <laughs> like cars and stuff like that. And I would just dot them around Avengers HQ. And I would, you know, I wouldn't draw attention to it but i would casually i'd pretend to drop like a pen and then i'd lift the car up to get the pen from underneath it and stuff that's what <laughs> i'd do and like tony and cap would be there be going he's clearly just a normal man and all those things are polystyrene the, that car doesn't even have windows um, <laughs> he hasn't even painted just... it <laughs> it's just white polystyrene but he makes a good breakfast so we'll keep him around for a yeah bit. and they bring me to you know the first fight and I die in three seconds. <laughs> just a more normal people. We need more normal people in the Avengers. We do, we do. Just to because it gives context to how powerful they really are. It's hard to compare superhero versus superhero, but superhero versus a stupid normal guy like me, then you really know what you're dealing with. Hey, how about this idea from Elliot? Grouse trap. A friendly animated bottle of whiskey tries to trap kids into alcoholism. Well, that's horrible. It's quite horrible. Do they try and do that? You know how, like, supposedly candy cigarettes are the gateway to smoking? Yeah. Do they do that with booze? Uh, do you have... A can of shandy in my bass. head, I was... Those little pint glass sweets at the pick and mix. Yeah, like, but you don't get... You get Guinness cake. Sweets, but yeah, well, like... <laughs> true. Guinness cake's the gateway to alcoholism. That's too complicated for a kid to like, I think, a Guinness cake. Right? Yeah. If you're a kid, you yeah. go, ugh. Well, you know Nowadays, I. Would you feed um, a candy cigarette to your child? No, because that is a real choking hazard for a, for a one-year-old. Fair um, enough. What about if you crushed it up into a powder and let them snort it? Oh, all over. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cho- I remember the chocolate cigarettes in France you'd get. 
Yes. Yeah, but I assumed I kids are just smoking in France. <laughs> and I think, could you get like, you could get like bubble gum in cigarettes. They basically put every sweet in cigarettes. It is sort of mad to think in hindsight. In, in France, everything's cigarette shaped. You've got baguettes. True. That's the end of my joke, but it was it was good. <laughs> it was the thing is, you said it like it was a list, and that was that was where you went wrong. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, but like you can still get sticks of generic white sweet in a packet, right? But it's yeah. not. Does it still just... come with a tattoo? Because that's what are they trying to make kids into? <laughs> tattoo with a pack of fake fags. It's crazy. And a gun, a, a sweet gun. Oh, I loved loved a sweet gun. I, What's the film we're talking about? It's an animated bottle of whiskey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, making yeah. Making kids fine. alcoholics. What's your policy? I know you're only, you're only dealing with a one-year-old right now, but what's your policy? Do you think about things like, I wonder when my kid will first drink booze and whether I will be there? No, I don't know, but you, there's always that moment as a toddler where they pick up a bottle of booze, don't they? And you take a photo and then you put it yeah. somewhere and you go, oh, started early. That is good. <laughs> Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. So I'd probably, probably do that at some point. Yeah. Um. No, I don't think about that. Did you, I don't think about did you never, when I introduce booze. Did you never dab a little bit of brandy in your kid's mouth to help them sleep? I bet that's not done anymore, is it? No, I'm fairly confident my mum has suggested that for illness yeah, already. Of course. Just a pint of whiskey. Um, <laughs> that'll sort him out. Right, so is an animated anthropomorphized Pixar-style bottle getting kids into alcohol? I mean, there's, <laughs> there's literally nowhere we can go with this. No, but you need, a hero. you need a hero to destroy the bottle of whiskey, right? Right. Gra- the grouse trap is a bad guy. Yeah, of course. It's a real, a real grouse. You, yeah, it's a real grouse that needs... The thing is, famous grouse has gone out of fashion. No one's drinking whiskey anymore. They're drinking the more fashionable spirits. Rum. Yeah. Gin. Mm. Uh, Pessoa. Campari. Midori. There's a really fun sequence where you can sort of animate all these yep. li- these alcohols and what their temperaments would be like. No one's drinking grouse anymore. And so they decide, uh, the, the famous grouse himself decides to target the next generation of boozers. Children, they're the next generation of boozers, uh, and who and who will fight it? The hero is just sweets. It's <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lesser of evils. That. Yeah, it's a lesser yeah, yeah. of evils. Yeah, there you go. The hero is sweets. <laughs> what about this one from Theo? Starch Wars. Okay, can I confess something, John? Yeah, I don't really know if I know what starch is. Yeah, I had to Google it. So there's does obviously he, like you get you starch to shirts. make shirts. But do, does we, anyone do that? No, I think that's an old school thing, isn't it? To make a shirt a bit more tough and, you know, rigid. Are you saying shirts are too soft? A I'm shirt's saying, got too soft? Uh, is that is that why we're in this mess? I think, yeah. I've been reading Piers Morgan and I, he's got a lot of thoughts about shirt he, softness. He's, he starches his shirts. Oh, yeah. He dips them in a big pool of starch. <laughs> starch is a carbohydrate that's found in most carbs. Right. But so it's you, also, like so, a pasta so, shirt. So then, well, no. So I assume that they then somehow extract the essence of starch and put it into that liquid so that it makes clothes tough, right? What do you mean tough? It makes them more like rigid, doesn't it? Isn't that the point of starch? What, so you walk around like a Lego man? Sort of. It's like, isn't it like gelling your, your hair for shirts? I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been around a starch shirt. I th- Again feel like I'm, I'm i'm really aging my mother here i'm fairly confident that she's probably got a bottle of starch ready to go for shirts anyway i think we go down the carbohydrate to the generic carbohydrate rule okay it's good. a war between bread pasta rice <sighs> what's the last one potato the last one of the four mm. starchy carbs um 
Yeah, that's good. I if it's Star Wars, you need a Rebel Alliance, and who's the hmm, who's the Empire out of those guys? Uh, I'm to say Potato. I don't know why. Hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy for Potato to be the Empire, and mm-hmm. I think Bread should be the Rebellion, and Rice and Pasta sort of just watch. <laughs> the thing is, right, Potato, you got your mash, you got your chips, mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. your jackies. You know, I think I can see them rocking a nice black suit, sort of being hor- horrible and hoity-toity. Bread, you've got, you know, you've got naan. You've got paratha. You've got non-Indian breads. Uh, you've got uh, ciabatta. You've got focaccia. You've got non-Italian breads. You know. John, I've got a confession to make. I haven't listened to you for the last minute because I've really been trying to make <laughs> Chewbacca ciabatta work. It sort of works. It does. It's just a giant ciabatta, but he's got like a bullet thing around, which they never he never used. Yeah, good point. What is that hardest They for? use laser guns, but it looks like ammo. It's like sort of grenades. Yeah. Maybe if he used them, Han Solo wouldn't have died. Well, he has a crossbow in that film. He uses a crossbow a lot in that film. Maybe the crossbow... But that, Why it's is a laser there a crossbow, crossbow in space? Why is it a laser crossbow? Yeah. doesn't make any sense. Why does just, it need to be a crossbow? Just, just a gun again, guys. Why do you need a laser crossbow? Anyway. Um, how about this one from Lem? The sum of all peers. The whole film mm. is Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman counting how many friends they have. So my the, the issue with this one is that Surely Morgan Freeman's got more friends than Ben Affleck. Oh, do you think? No, because I think Ben Affleck plays the Hollywood game more. I think Morgan Freeman's probably got more true friends, close friends, best friends. But I reckon Ben Affleck, he's got a lot of hangers-on, people that would call themselves Ben Affleck's friend. This absolutely is a a Twitter poll. So uh, once you've listened to this episode, head to our Twitter page. Head to our Twitter and Instagram to vote on the question, who has more friends, Piers Morgan? (laughs) Piers Morgan? Ah! No, I mean, he's lost. There's no way Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan Freeman. That's there's a film in there next there week. I'll be making that. Yeah, Morgan Freeman or Ben Affleck, who has more friends? To have a little think and then head onto our social pages and vote. Yeah, and mm. prove you've done all those things to get the certificate I've made. It's quite a fun idea, right? So they're just sat in a room one to one, and maybe they're playing it. So the way they do it is like Ben says a friend, Morgan says a friend, and the first one to run out loses. Ah, uh, and so yeah. you have a situation where it's like. And if they both say the guy same at person, school? oh, that's good. They take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, so a hundred in, they're really because they have to say the person, then justify how how they're a friend. So you know, you start oh, okay. off obviously Matt Damon. We wrote Goodwill Hunting together. Morgan Freeman says, "I don't know, someone super famous, my wife." And they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then by the end, you're like, "Well, there was that guy James." I. <laughs> 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 uh, we got on pretty well, I seem to remember, in October 1997. Uh, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. Morgan Freeman calls the ref, and the ref calls up that James guy, and James goes, yeah, I'd consider us friends. And they yeah. go, all right, next round. Well, yeah, fuck. We go again. That was good. What about this one from Stu? Who shaved Roger's rabbits? Oh. Rabbit is a is a. I don't like it when we get sandwich, into porn. Right? No, rabbit is cheese on toast. <laughs> Yes, sorry, apologies. Welsh rabbit, it's like a bechamel right. on toast. Yeah, like a bechamel. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I just thought it was a weird way of saying rabbit. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever had it. It's like a, be- um, a mustardy bechamel on toast, isn't it? But like, yeah. it sounds way more interesting than that. No offense to the Welsh. Welsh rabbit. Yeah, our national dish is rabbit. It sounds amazing. It sounds so exotic. But then I would also say, look, I- I'll bring the French into this. 
I would also say croque monsieur sounds more exciting than uh, toasting. Mm, you're probably right. We're all just making toasties out here, John. At least, we, at least the English have the fucking decency to call a toasty a toasty. Yeah. Um, isn't, isn't that what Brexit was all about? I think so. Also, the fun thing about um, croque monsieur is it basically translates to Mr. Crunch. <laughs> I'll have a Mr. Crunch, please. Oh. I'm oh, also very dear. keen on the... F- in French, I'm very keen on the fact that um, candy floss is basically translates as daddy's beard. Good, that's, isn't it? That's really sweet. I like that a lot. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about shaving rare bits. Rare bits. Hmm. Heston. Um, he- right. Heston, like it's a Heston level chef called Roger. And he has a restaurant called Roger's where he his famous dish is hairy rare bit. Right. And oh, it's people can't believe it, but it is delicious. Right. <laughs> it is. Well, the hair isn't hair. It's made of something else. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But it's it's what really elevates that dish. It's it's mm-hmm. what's put this restaurant on the map. And Roger's a bit of an arrogant guy, right? He's going around. He's he's mouthing off against your Hestons, your your carriages, your Jamie Oliver's. He's going for everyone. He's yep. hated in the chef industry. And the day before the Michelin people come to review it, yep, the Michelin someone man, someone shaves his rabbits. <laughs> So they're just normal rabbit now. That's they're so not good. they're not impressive. No one's gonna no one's gonna give him a Michelin star. And so he has to find out who shaved Roger's. Who sha- he needs to get the hair back and stick yeah. it on. That's and brilliant. Miss Marvel comes and solves the, the crime. <laughs> Very good. That's a lovely callback, John. Well done. Thank you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What about this one from Alex? West Side Tory, a musical with abhorrent characters moaning about their hedge funds. This is good, right? Because in the Tory leadership race, we will get down to two candidates. There will be two rival factions. True. Make it a musical. I'd be way more invested. Very if true. The, if the hustings were, you had to sing every answer, that would be good, right? Right. Who do we think can sing in the Tory party? What a fucking brilliant question. <laughs> Who can hold a tune? Who's Rishi got Tunak. Rishi um, Tunak. That yeah, I think he probably can question. hold a, I, I think he probably can hold a couple notes. Um, I actually happen to have an article that's got all the front runners open. We can go through and discuss them. Ben Wallace. The, ben Wallace is... Blasting out Mustang Sally at a work do. Yeah. Big 100%. time. 
everyone, no one likes it, but he's the boss, so we let him do Mustang Sally. And the good thing about Ben Wallace is he turns up to the work do. No one likes him. There's an awkward atmosphere, but he will forget and leave his card behind the bar. Oh, makes it worthwhile. Rishi Sunak, Rishi Sunak's sort of three foot two, and so I think he has like he sing when he sings he sounds like the Chipmunks. Yeah, I think he's got quite a sweet lilting voice, but yeah, high, high, quite high pitch, quite high chipmunky voice. So he just does covers like the you know the chipmunks they do covers of pop songs, but in a high pitched voice. That's Rishi Sunak, Penny Mordaunt, Penny Mordaunt. We're starting again to uh, this is starting to get into levels of politics that I'm not sure about. So you're going to have to draw these characters out for me. Well, let me tell you, John, Penny Mordaunt is the sort of person to sing Shakespeare's sister, yep. both parts, and really blast it out and really hog the mic. She's hogging them. She's a mic hogger. Um, I'm going to surprise you here. Sajid Javid will do Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> it's a surprise. Yeah. You, no one was expecting he, it. He is big on the 90s New York hip-hop scene. He loves that stuff. He might do all the tracks and interludes from Illmatic. You just wow. never know with Sajid. Yeah. Liz Truss. Liz Truss just says that bit in that Skepta song where it says, trust me, daddy. Um, and thinking that has sort of turned my stomach. And I don't know who any of these guys are. Jeremy Hunt. Jeremy Hunt has never sung a single note in his entire life. Oh, yeah. He rejects um, music. If you ask Jeremy Hunt to name five bands, he would name the five salary bands in the NHS. <laughs> That's very good. Thanks, um, man. Reese Mogg, I think, is sort of like a British Tom Waits. Really? No, I think yeah. Reese Mogg. I don't think Reese Mogg has heard a song made after 1939. Uh, yeah, fine. He talks about that popular, popular beat combo, and it's like. Or imagine. Gregorian his fucking, his fucking favourite song in the world is Grace Kelly by Mika. <laughs> I like if, it. If that, if that, if you learn, I mean, he's obviously the worst man in the world. Well, he's <laughs> one of a series of terrible men. But if you learn that every morning at the top of his voice, when with a towel wrapped round him after the shower, he sang Grace Kelly by Mika, would that change your opinion of him? Yeah, but it doesn't make me like him. It would no, just I'm not be saying like, you have to like him. I'm not saying you have to like him. Just, I'm just saying you have like to respect him. No, <laughs> um, now you're yeah, sounding I, like the Tory party. I'd, li- I'd, 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 I'd have to go. I think I'd have to go and sort of think about how I feel about everything if I learned that. Right. I I don't know where we're going with this. Should we do one more and then we'll do ours and then we'll call it a day? Sounds good. What about this one from Stu? R- old. Some families get trapped on a beach where the longer they are there, the more difficult it becomes not to be rickrolled while surfing the web. Brilliant. 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 So every every, every minute. More and more of the links they click become Rick Rolls until the internet is just a Rick Roll. Yeah, and they sort of go swimming and they look at their partner and it's Rick Astley for a second and they're like, you know, rub their eyes and like, yeah, yeah. great, that's really good. That's really they start seeing his face in the sand. Yeah, you put like a, a shell to your ear to hear the sea and he goes, never gonna give. <laughs> <laughs> would would that be so sad? Oh, you trying no, to say? No, actually, it wouldn't be because eventually. It's just you and your partner trying to have a conversation and all the people, all you can hear is never going to give you up. Everything becomes... And I guess it, it reaches the point where every atom is never going to give you up by Rick Astley, right? So you can't tell where yeah. the, the sea stops and the sand starts because they're both Rick Astley. Yeah. You look down and at your then, hand and it's Rick Astley's hand. Although, I'll be honest, <laughs> if I looked at my hand, I wouldn't think, that's Rick Astley's hand. <laughs> um... <laughs> At, I'm not even the, sure. Yeah, I'm not even sure Rick Astley would. You know, <laughs> out of con- out of context, would you recognise your own hand? Oh, look at your hand question. now. Hold your hand up like this, yeah. listener. Hold your hand up. P- 
palm facing your face. <laughs> if if you removed all context and that was just a picture on a wall, I don't think I'd know it. No, I barely knew you. Um, at the end of the film, when they think they've defeated whatever's causing all the rick rolling, the couple sort of walk off into the distance and they have a conversation and it's normal and they're so relieved, right? But then mm. you find out, like some geeks on the internet work out that the final conversation they had was purely made up of so- words from the lyrics of Never Gonna <sighs> Give You Up. So they're Shit. still in the spell. Shit. This is brilliant. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Stu. Hey, John, would you like some ideas from me? Yes, please. The land before time. The herb. The herb. <laughs> so it's like the invention of lying, but the main character is the only person who knows about the herb time. <laughs> if someone revealed to me that there had been a herb that I'd never tried and it was time, I'm not yeah. I'm not sure I could... Much like my own hand, I'm not sure I could really pick time out. And well, this is it. He's just like... Up. He's just able to cook things in a slightly different way that really has no is of no consequence. No one's interested in the fact that this man knows about time. He cooks with it all the time and people aren't really registering it or noticing it. It's a sad existence. And it makes... John, the thing about it is it, que- it makes you question everything you thought you knew about herbs. Mm. I think you'd have a harder... Like, what sage, recipes have time? Basil, in? rosemary, much more pungent. Mint, yeah. all much more flavour. Can you imagine like, the taste of time? No. That sounds like a really deep philosophical yeah. question. <laughs> You're like, that's, that sounds like something someone high would ask. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, he's the only guy that knows about time and no one cares. It's just a fun <laughs> pun. Okay? I'm hungover. Uh, what about this one from me? Reservoir hogs. So it's reservoir dogs, but they're all pigs. Great. The sort of main reason I brought that one in is because uh, this week, Quentin Tarantino revealed that <gasps> yes. he's, been watching, he's been watching Peppa Pig and he thinks it's one of the greatest exports from the UK in the last 10 years. Does he have kids? Yeah, he has a child. Okay, good, 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 good. But so as he's... someone who also has a child, I would say you should check out Dougie because it's a much better British uh, TV show. But, well, you know. For Quentin, the the in point is Peppa Pig, but he's got a lot of British telly to discover. Mm. So hopefully he he's going to be watching. I was going to say he's going to be watching Going Round the Twist before you know it, but Going Round the Twist is Australian. It's I very think. Australian. Hopefully he watches that one that only I remember, where chocolate was outlawed, which I've mentioned on every podcast, <laughs> yeah. previous podcast project we've ever done. No one remembers it. There was a fucking brilliant series on the BBC where, I guess, it was like a metaphor for drug crime. They made. A new government came in and they made chocolate completely illegal. And it was about these kids who were making it in their basements and selling it. It was like a black market for chocolate. It was the best thing ever. It's quite a, um, it's quite like a liberal sort of, yeah. you know, that's... It was, a, like, it was sort of like, a, a bit like Breaking Bad, but if instead of meth he was making dairy milk. But it's sort of saying that prohibition of things is bad, in a way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Which is interesting. It's an interesting take for like a kids TV show to be... <laughs> to be going down so fair play to them yeah so reservoir hogs they're all pigs i don't know they're they, pigs they do, but yeah they do the stuff but they're pigs <laughs> well done well done everyone john i think we had a clear winner this week right i don't know because i was thinking about it but i liked who shaved rogers rabbits oh oh maybe what were you was thinking it? hmm no i think you might be right god the last minute there For a last minute girl post. who shaved rogers rabbits has won Stick around. Oh, well done. Yeah, well done, John. But I'm going to say well done again in five seconds. Well done, John. Thank you very much. I think you did really well. well. You. I think you're very I, brave. 
Yeah, I know. I Some of the very, stuff we very, said this week, controversial. I think you're a very brave boy. I think you do brave <laughs> things every day. I think you should be really proud of yourself. Thank you so um, much. I have to make an apology to Stu, uh, listener, mm-hmm. friend of the show, Stu. So I claimed that Paul and Lee Catamol were not cousins in last week's episode. Um, I, I, I thought I'd done the research, but clearly I hadn't done enough research because it turns out that they are cousins. Shit. So S Club 7's Paul Catamol is uh, cousins with football hard man Sunderland. Is that right? Yeah, he was at Sunderland. It, it's um, an interesting... Yeah, Lee Catamol. It's quite interesting to sort of pose the question... If they swapped places, who would get on better with it? You know, mm. Paul is a footballer. I'd say. You think Lee's doing those dance moves and singing? They're not. They're not complicated dance moves, John. Well, you know, it's not Michael Jackson up there, is it? Good stuff, John. Listeners to last week's episode might remember my trials and tribulations of going to legs, bums, and tums. You know, some will say by accident. Some will say I actually secretly really wanted to go. This week, John, I went to a boxing class. Oh yeah. Uh, Which is what you were sort of wanted to do last time when you went yeah, to those yeah. and tums. No, it was it was hit, John. That doesn't oh, mean hit apologies. each other. That's, that's just, I, just, I, I hope you don't think hit size. is boxing. <laughs> anyway. Well, maybe it was boxing size. Uh, I went to a boxing class and we all get paired off in the class. And I get put with this guy, Steve. Oh, yeah. Steve's a man, I would say, in his 50s. Great. Full cockney. You know, there's <gasps> there's there's no external influence on how he speaks or behaves. He's total cockney. He had huge arms <laughs> and a bald, lovely bald head. And so the way it works is you hold, one of you holds the pads, one of you has the gloves and you do like a routine. So it's like jab, jab, uppercut, hook, straight, straight. And then you do five squats and then you go and go and go and go. And so we did that. He hit, he was hitting me so hard <laughs> and it only got harder after I told him I worked for the Guardian. <laughs> and he was absolutely walloping me, right? And then when we swapped places, and he was the holder of the pads, and I had the gloves on, he was saying to me, go on, son, hit me, hit me harder, hit me harder. Oh, my The whole time. Oh, you're doing really well, hit me. He just kept saying, hit me, hit me harder. Like, there were points where I'm like, yes, dad. Anyway, that was that, and then me and Steve. And you knocked him out. I killed Steve. Uh, We did a little (laughs) fist bump at the end, and Steve said, well, cheers, mate, see you next time. And I think... I think this could be the start of something beautiful. Uh, I, really liked, new I really podcast. liked a man saying, hit me. Well, that's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, I, d- I don't know what that says about you, mate. So, mm. um, If any listeners want forward- me to hit them, John will send you a certificate. I'll meet you and I'll punch <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> if you do those three things that John said at the start of the show, I'll meet you anywhere, anytime, and I'll punch you in the face. Lovely stuff. I'll, punch- I'll hold the certificate in front of your face and I'll punch through it. Into oh, well, that's destructive of my lovely hard work well done everyone john we made it through this listeners i've been incredibly hungover and i've had not much sleep so thanks for sticking with us next week i'll be so fresh oh like a daisy fresh as a daisy feeling crazy thanks john bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.